This is a GRDC podcast. Soil constraints are reducing grain grower profitability in Western Australia. Soil compaction, low pH and water repellents are estimated to cost the state's grains industry a billion dollars annually in lost productivity. It's why the GRDC invested in a multi-organisation five-year R&D program called the Soil Constraints West Initiative. Now in its final year, and with up to $33 million invested, changes are happening on farm. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley, and in today's podcast, Chris Gazy from WA's Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development explains how grain growers are changing the way they manage WA's challenging soils and what farming systems are being adopted to lift crop yields and growers' profitability. Deb Bishop caught up with Chris in WA's Central Wheat Belt. Chris Gazy, thanks a lot for joining us. You're with the Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development. You're the Soil Productivity Portfolio Manager. Tell us a little bit about that role you play. That's right. So um, my role within the department is to look after the soils related projects. So we've got all of the projects in the Soil Constraints West um, group of projects with GRDC but also there's nutrition projects and we also have one or two other projects that are all um, soils related to the grains industry. So the Soil Constraints West collaboration um, set up, what was the primary purpose that it was set up for? So this was set up um, some years ago now, we're just uh, completing the fifth year for most of the projects. The group of projects was, the idea was that we were, could improve the collaboration, we could improve the communication um, between not only the researchers but also across to um, to growers and the key way we've done that is to have a, a steering committee which is representatives from the GRDC cropping solution networks so they will be leading farmers or um, consultants from each of those areas. So we're here today in Gemelling. Is this area um, indicative of, of uh, some of the constraints that growers might experience in this region? Yeah, we have quite mixed soils here in the, the sort of Gamaling or Central Wheat Belt region. Um, duplex soils, um, sands over gravel, sands over um, clays at different depths. So they pose certain problems. Uh, a lot of the sandy, deeper sandy soils are also um, highly acidic. Um, they've acidified over time with our farming. So this is quite representative and a key thing about all of the soils across the grain belt of Western Australia is that they most of them, or the vast majority, suffer from at least one, but usually two or three of the major soil constraints. So what are we talking about when we're talking about these major soil constraints? Because clearly they, they can limit crop production in WA, can't they? So the key way these constraints limit crop production um, is through restricted root growth, root growth to depth, so access to moisture and nutrients. And the ones that are doing this are soil acidity, so low pH in the subsoil, um, compaction, so strong soils uh, at, at depth, um, but also on the surface we've got uh, water repellent soils as well, so they, they bring all of their own uh, problems to bear on plant growth. And it's clearly a, a potentially costly issue for growers in the, the WA grains industry, isn't it? When we've done estimates of just what are the costs in lost production and lost productivity, uh, it's very difficult to put a, a number across the whole lot and to average it all out, but it's well more than a billion dollars a year. That's one billion dollars. 
And what about farmers per hectare? I mean, scaling it to from a billion dollars, what does that relate to at a per hectare level? Again, looking at an average cost across all seasons, across all soil types and uh, all crop types, we're looking at at least $100 a hectare in, in lost productivity that we think we can um, at least make good inroads into achieving. Now, sampling at depth clearly has become something that's quite, uh, quite important. Take us through that. In previous projects, we've, we've looked at and highlighted to growers the need to sample to depth. So that's down to at least 30 centimetres, but on deep sandy soils, at least maybe even 50 centimetres, but in increments and particularly for pH. So to measure the levels of acidity so growers know what they're dealing with. That was um, a really important thing. And we found that that sampling to depth has followed on in the GRDC projects with compaction as well. The compaction is getting a lot deeper with our bigger machinery. We just need to encourage growers to really get out there and measure and diagnose what the situation is. What, why is that? Why is it so important to understand your particular soil constraints? Um, clearly, you know, to, to boost profits, I would, I would assume. Is that, is that the driving reason for growers? That's right. It's, it's so that they can improve their profits. But if they don't really know the extent or the severity or the depth and or the, the current situation of the soil, we could actually be wasting money by applying some of the amelioration techniques. We could, you know, there's situations where we don't get the benefits. If we, we put lime out to treat acidity, but we've still got compaction restricting yield, we're not going to get the benefit. And so we're working on ways to actually combine the management of these constraints to maximise the productivity. We've been, uh, what, is it four, maybe almost five years into the Soil Constraints West initiative. What do you see are the key findings, the key outcomes that it's delivering? Yeah, we're, we are um, about four years and finishing off the fifth year um, of this group of projects. Key things that we've changed, lime use has increased dramatically over the last five years or so. Um, we've all, that's to treat acidity obviously. We've seen a strong recognition of the impact of compaction. So deeper deep ripping um, has also increased um, dramatically. Strategic tillage or the use of inclusion plates um, and other methods, maybe moldboard ploughing, spading, modified ploughs, all of those things have come out of the projects or these projects have supported um, the understanding um, and have been adopted by growers and increased rapidly. I mean, soil constraints are not new, but what do you feel growers know now through this project that they perhaps didn't know before? I think the recognition of multiple, of the presence of multiple constraints and how to deal with those is something that they know. Um, and we've talked about just then about the adoption of the different plough techniques, about the different mixing of soils, the requirement to maybe mix some of these soils up just as a strategic, not as a, not to throw out minimum tillage, but just to come back and actually do some mixing, break up some of the stratification that's happening, break up the compaction and then return back into a much healthier soil. And I guess a, a key thing to support all of this investment in improving soils is that farmers are encouraged and increasingly moving towards controlled traffic um, farming techniques where they're minimising the um, return of compaction by controlling where their tyres go. What about some tools? There's, there have been some tools developed through the project to help growers through their decision making, haven't there? We've been working on, on packaging up the information that we have developed and putting it into a way that farmers can or growers can use that. So we've um, developed a model called ROSA um, out of the 
subsoil constraints project. That's ranking of soil amelioration um, options. And it helps growers to understand, given that they've got variable paddocks and variable treatments required, how can they actually um, apportion their soil amelioration or soil um, management dollars to best effect across the different regions within, on their farms. We also have controlled traffic um, farming calculator which helps growers understand how much of their uh, paddock is being trafficked under their current systems and work through ways to minimise that and help, get the, help them to get their machinery lined up so they're reducing the amount of area that is um, trafficked. And in relation to the soil acidity project, what are the new results um, stemming from that, that project specifically? This is a project that we've been doing in conjunction with uh, the University of Western Australia. Um, we've been looking at uh, lime types and how well they function, how well they operate. Um, so the things we're finding is that finer particle size and higher neutralising value purity all help um, in terms of their effectiveness. We have to also consider costs and that's what we're helping growers do and to consider costs of these these treatments. In the field, so the work we're doing at DPIRD is um, showing us what the potential yield is if we can actually remove the constraints. So how much might we get? And this year at Kalani, for example, we've got more than a doubling by removing compaction and by removing acidity. And that's on small plots and we've actually achieved that. Um, so now we want to know how far can we get in practical terms with growers mixing the lime through, how close to a potential yield can we actually achieve through these methods. And we've actually also got a, a lime calculator that that project will, has been contributing to and developing um, in terms of it'll be available on an iPad shortly, letting um, or, or on Android devices as well actually, to let growers calculate the costs of managing acidity and the returns from managing acidity. And finally, I understand that you have a, a new team member on the way, Jenny Glasson. Yeah, Jenny has just joined us um, to help uh, with the communication of all of these messages across the, all of the Soil Constraints West projects. This will help us get the information out. She's also helping with uh, gathering information which will contribute to our e-books. Um, these are a series of soil quality books that will be available on iPad initially um, or, on your, or on your iPhone. Um, and these books have layers of information within each of the, each of the individual books, addressing um, constraints to plant production, integrated soil management, soil acidity, soil organic matter, and then we have plans for a further six, gathering lots of information from this current set of projects. Chris Gazy from WA's Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development, talking to Deb Bishop, and the Ranking Options for Soil Amendments tool, known as ROSA, features in another recent GRDC podcast. As well, go to DPIRD's website, agric.wa.gov.au, and you'll find more information on ROSA and controlled traffic farming systems. You've been listening to a GRDC podcast. I'm Tony Crowley.